Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to r slash nuclear revenge, where this guy gets revenge on his millionaire parents. A fitting twist. Background. I had a pretty terrible childhood. Don't get me wrong, I've heard of way worse, but it was far from healthy or normal. When I was young, my parents were millionaires, my father's parents owning several of the largest businesses in the region. They divorced before I was a teenager, and both of their lives plummeted downhill. By the time I was 16, I was living on my own. Drugs, alcohol, and addiction have long since killed them both. Neither of them ever worked a job since I was a teenager. Both of them died homeless before the age of 50. Situation. I joined the military and left town without ever looking back. As more years passed, I added more and more distance, physically and mentally, from my parents. When I was 20, I learned that my mother had been arrested for stealing a large sum of money from my grandmother, who was living on her own, but in the beginning stages of Alzheimer's. The state ended up pressing charges against my mother because my grandmother would not. The detective told me that they had to because my mum and her POS boyfriend were fueling the criminal underground where she lived. I was lost and shocked. I knew my mother had problems, but until this moment, I'd always viewed her as a sort of forest hippie. This is the moment that is the catalyst for my nuclear revenge. You see, my grandmother was pretty wealthy. Terrified that she would be locked away in an old folks home, she entertained the leeching of my mother and POS guy. The problem is that it was never enough. Even after my grandmother bought my mother a house down the street from her, she continued to rob her own mother blind. She also fed my underage sister a stream of drugs and brought her in on the con. It ultimately resulted in my mother and sister getting their first felony conviction. Grand theft and check fraud, which my mother tried to pin on her own daughter because she was just a minor. A few years later, I was newly married with my first child and freshly returned from my first deployment to Iraq. We just completed another move across the country and I'm starting a new job at a new unit. I get home from work and have a strange short voicemail from my uncle, who is like the okayest guy I've ever met. It literally just says, My mum is in the psych ward at the big hospital in her town. She left everything in your name. I'm flying back home. This is where I learned that the legal document my grandma had me sign when I was 16 made me the executor of her estate, power of attorney, etc. My unit arranges a very generous amount of time off to fly across the country and deal with this bizarre scenario. She lived alone in this massive house. My mum had destroyed the house my grandmother bought her, then moved into grandma's house on the auspices of caring for her. There were so many fleas inside that the contractors I hired to make repairs wouldn't go inside. 
Needles everywhere, and for some reason, everything was an ashtray. It was an insane thing to witness and experience. I still refused to interact with my mum at this point of my life. But now that I had the keys to the kingdom, aka access to the pot of gold, she tried to worm back into my life with a renewed vigor. I always just told her to F off. My grandmother, in the meantime, had been deemed unfit to live on her own. I was 23 with a new baby and marriage if you remember So I made the poor decision to put my grandmother into a nursing home I fixed up the house rented it to create passive income So she would not deplete her savings and headed back home Of course grandma is spicy and got kicked out of her swanky retirement home when she broke a coffee cup over some other lady's head For snooping around in her room. She was apparently wearing my grandmother's shoes when she got clocked The same woman a resident had propositioned me in front of my wife when we were touring the facility. She was a different kind of the same spicy as grandma. Her only option after the incident was a psych ward. So my senile grandmother moved in with my family and she lived with us for more than five years until her care was just out of our capability. This is about the time that I exacted my revenge. The nuclear option. When the state filed charges against my mother, way back when I was 20, part of her restitution included a lien that was placed against her property in the name of my grandmother for a little less than $100,000. Some years later, my mother had not paid her property taxes in so long that she was about to lose the house. She called me to explain that the lien would not be paid if the house was auctioned, which I knew was not true, but I saw an opportunity. I eventually worked out a deal with her. She would sign the deed over to me and I would then sell the house and pay for her to move somewhere else. I fly to town, meet her and sign the deed over. She expected me to use my name and credit to get her a luxury apartment. She also wanted me to buy her a new truck and let's not forget the moving company. I rented her a U-Haul truck and got her a storage unit that I'd paid for six months. Then I put her and her POS boyfriend up in an extended stay for a little while i fixed up the property and sold it to the same rental group that bought my grandmother's house shortly before i used the money to buy annuities that enabled my grandmother to live in a normal house with a live-in nurse and care at one to four ratio which is amazing for her she still might run out of money because of what my mother did and i honestly don't know what will happen then She's got some years before I have to worry and she is just shy of 100. My mother was on the street within six months. The last time I saw her, she looked like a crazy person who lives under a bridge and she actually did at one point. She was covered in sores, balding and methed out. She'd received a social security disability back payment of what would have been a significant amount for her. She died in the hospital less than three days later. She partied herself to death. The POS dropped her off at the curb and never saw her again. I told the dude I'd give him some money if he gave me the key to the storage unit. Somehow, years later, she'd managed to keep it. I shared the loot with my siblings, gave the POS a hundred bucks, and closed that chapter of my life permanently. Wow, it's pretty insane how a couple of people can go from so much success to this dead at 50 or before 50 like that's unbelievable how someone's life can turn around that quickly as for how your mum was treating her mother your grandma i just can't quite understand that how people can be so cold especially with their own parents who have done so much for them financially yet still they take unbelievable opie has actually said in the comments that although they do have very little sympathy for their parents or the choices they made their goal was never entirely malicious they were actually struggling to pay for their grandma's care by the end and the cost just kept rising so they kind of had to do something even if yeah he could have been a little bit more amicable but they were stealing from his grandma who needed the money like what are you gonna do in that situation you've really only got one choice just stick with the person and side with the person who actually deserves your help and that was obviously your grandma and not your mom Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Naval officer didn't want to live with enlisted. Get fired. So this happened about one and a half years ago, but I recently heard the news as to how far my revenge went. I was a Navy enlisted service member and was stationed in Yokosuka, Japan, for a few years before I got transferred back stateside. I worked in the main hospital that cared for service members and their beneficiaries. It's a small hospital, so everyone knows everyone. Shortly after I left, I caught wind of a new physician officer working in the radiology department. My friends would say he's horrible to work with, but that's nothing new. However, someone saw him print a letter that he left on his desk and they took a picture of it and sent it to me. He's requesting to move from enlisted housing to officer. For context, military housing is available for those who are married, have a family, or are qualified based on their rank and depending on the military base itself. Typically, officer housing is much nicer than the enlisted housing. In Yokosuka, housing is basically the same all around because it's overseas. But most of the housing is apartments and each apartment complex is called a tower. For example, Fuji Tower. There are nine towers and two are for the officers since enlisted members outnumber officers by a lot. Now, one thing about the military is that trash happens. When getting stationed, it is the active duty member's responsibility to either apply for housing on or off base before arriving, depending on what's allowed. If there is limited space and you don't apply for housing on time, then you get put where there is space. So our new officer got placed in an enlisted tower. Mind you, enlisted members have families of their own and other officers have been placed in enlisted housing before without an issue. So here are some quotes in his letter. And yes, this guy has a PhD. I have many valid objections to living in a building of almost all enlisted and even many lower enlisted being an officer. There is a lot of crime, violent actions, drug use, and alcoholism that happens in enlisted housing. There's also sexual assault and other perverts. I have a good-looking family, a wife and two daughters aged three and four. They are prime targets to be victims for these enlisted deviant activities. My family should be safe in housing that is with officers. Officers are much more respectable, and these types of deviant activities are incredibly rare compared to the deviant activities of enlisted being commonplace. Hang about, these guys are his colleagues, no? Other officer families will not want to visit us because our family lives on enlisted housing. My children need to make friends with other officer children. My wife needs to make friends with other officers' wives. I need to make friends with other officers. And finally, forcing an officer to live in a large apartment building with almost all enlisted is unethical. Wow. You get the idea. So this guy basically looks down on all enlisted service members, assuming every single one is a drug user, a pervert, a pedo, a criminal, etc. The kicker, he was an enlisted army member before going to officer school. In civilian terms, think of a manager that discriminates and calls all of his subordinates criminals, violent, alcoholics, pervs, drug users, etc. based on your job position. Forgetting that some have a family and, you know, maybe aren't any of those things. And he not only has the authority to ruin your work life, he can ruin your personal life too. He can deny days off, make you stay late, write you up if he doesn't like you and not letting you get promoted. Safe to say, everyone was fuming and I have nothing to lose. I was separating soon and figured I'd have some fun before I get out. I created a burner Facebook account and posted the letter and the officer's picture on a popular military enlisted group page. 
Within two days, it spread like wildfire. But I wasn't done yet. The military has something called challenge coins. Think of trading cards, but custom coins that come in many shapes and sizes. I designed one with his face and a big middle finger in the back. On top of that, I designed stickers to show how proud us deviants are. Other coin designs came from other people as well, but so far, I think mine was more popular. I sold over 70 coins to the initial person who originally sent me the picture at a huge discounted price so she could sell them for a profit for herself. So the officer's face is everywhere because most people keep their coins displayed on their desk. No matter where the officer went at work, he would see his face on someone's desk. And since it didn't have his name on the coin, you can't officially say it's him. I sold more stateside and even some got sent to Europe. I made about $3,000 overall, which was nice. The story even got featured on the online naval newspaper and on two popular YouTube channels. And if you're military, you know the only time big military care is when it's too big to sweep under the rug. This story got the officer sent up to captain's mast, which is like Navy courts. He tried to say his wife was the one that wrote the letter, but no one's buying it because her writing style is way worse. She even tried to take the fall, but nobody believed her. They both ended up deleting all social media. Due to this, he got served three UCMJ articles, which basically are his offenses. But there's more. When you're in the military, you have a deadline on how long you can be a certain rank. If you don't pick up, then you're kicked out. And because he's new and got served UCMJ articles, he won't be up for promotion. And therefore, he was involuntarily separated. Also, the officer program he went through pays for his PhD. When the military pays for your PhD, you have to serve 10 years to pay them back. If you don't complete the 10 years, you have to pay the military back with money instead of time. So he lost his job and now has to pay back the military for his PhD. And since it takes a while for the paperwork to have him and his family sent back stateside, you can bet he socially suffered because no one worked with him. This is honestly the lowest of the low. Imagine you take on a new job, you're all excited. And you hear your boss talking behind you about how he doesn't want to be associated with people, with employees at your level because they're all horrible, deviants, they steal, they're good for nothing, etc, etc. Purely based on your rank, your position in that job compared to your boss as your boss. That's exactly what's going on here. Just like insane stereotyping based on your level of employment. It's utterly ridiculous. You would never ever want anyone like this in a position of power at any job ever let alone in the military and the navy like that's insane i just don't really get how he thought he could get away with this and those reasons for wanting to move to a different location to live in just awful at least give some proper reasons like i want to be with officers because i am an officer that's reasonable but then don't say it's because you hate the rest of the staff and the rest of the navy for no reason at all insane people are actually saying in the comments that they remember when this got international press attention and if you are watching on youtube and you know the youtube channels that cover this story let me know because i'd love to you know research this a little bit more i can't believe this actually happened though and the fact that everyone bought coins and you made a profit out of it oh great story fantastic revenge anyway guys that is going to do it for this one really hope you have enjoyed it if you did and you want more revenge content right away the other day i released a nuclear revenge movie over three hours of nuclear revenge stories in one easy episode so check it out it's on screen if you're on youtube down below top line of the description if you're on any other platform and i'll see you tomorrow with a brand new red episode even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.